Hello and welcome to Sermons from the Abbey, a refuge for weary Fidenots. I'm Abbasin preacher in residence, Katie Miles Wallace. If you're finding us today from a podcast platform rather than from our main grouping, please check out theabbey.mn.co for our full community. Holy Gospel according to Mark, the sixth chapter. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them. And they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. The Gospel of our Lord. After last week's intense beheading reading, which you might really have missed out on if you weren't in church somewhere. This week's gospel feels positively pedestrian. The disciples return home from a long day's work and recount to Jesus all that they have seen and done. Jesus, seeming to see the weight of their work upon their faces, suggests that they and he go away into the desert for a little while where they can rest and recharge. The better to do God's work. I can imagine hearing Jesus speaking like a typical mom. At least come away and have a bite to eat before you go back. And pushed by Jesus' concern, they get into a boat and begin to travel to that secluded place to rest. However, the followers of Jesus had other plans. Looking out over the sea like nosy neighbors, they keep an eye on the boat and begin to follow it on foot to its destination. Either the followers running so quickly or the boat moving so leisurely that the followers meet Jesus and the disciples when the boat comes to shore. And Jesus, seeing the people, is moved with compassion for them and begins to teach and heal and generally be the sort of spectacle that he had set out from another shore to avoid. Now, mundane as this might be, I think it presents a few interesting points for us. First of these is that Jesus, for all the people that flocked to him and surrounded him, really valued some time by himself. Now, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say that Jesus was an introvert, although maybe he was. Throughout scripture, we see Jesus intentionally making an effort to get away from the hustle and the bustle and the noise. Whether he is napping during a great storm, praying off on his own, hiking up a mountain with a few of his closest friends, or here, suggesting a getaway for all the disciples as fuel for their hard work. Jesus really pushed for a few moments alone. And then, 
ultimately the, the flip side here. Even though Jesus really, really wanted to just spend some time with his friends in a deserted place and feel the sun on their faces and the breeze whispering in their ears, he has compassion on these people who have interrupted his best laid plans. Rather than being angry and frustrated at the change, he sees their need for a leader and he teaches them there near the water and heals the people that they carry to him on mats, offering the very sort of relief that he himself was seeking. And he must have been exhausted by the end of it, tired first and then after a quick boat ride, tired again. And then if you read ahead to Mark 7, he has to deal with the religious authorities who disapprove of the company that he keeps. As we begin to lift ourselves out of the haze of a pandemic, though another wave is on its way, we have some guidance in this passage. This new reality is difficult, and the enormity of the emotions we feel about the changes or lack thereof in our world can leave us feeling alone, islands in a sea of mixed opinions and completely overwhelmed by decisions and external stimuli. As we are urged back into public events, work from offices and churches in the building, we need to remember to take some time for ourselves, to intentionally slip away once in a while and recharge. Whether that's a short boat trip across the Sea of Galilee before more work, or just a cup of coffee on the porch before you get going. We know that we need space to breathe. And in the rush to return to normal, it's an easy thing to forget. We need to remember to be gentle with ourselves, to take things slowly. Conversely, we remember the importance of community. Over the course of the pandemic, many of us have found ourselves more isolated than we have ever been. Some on intense quarantines for much of the virus, Others able to visit loved ones through panes of glass or video calls. And really, as much as I hate video calls, this way of life has become incredibly convenient. It is an absolute wonder to be able to meet with people all over the world in a single day, or even a single meeting. A wonder to share a meal with family and friends that we otherwise wouldn't be able to see because of distance. These new patterns of living have opened up doors to communication and community that otherwise would be impossible. And still, even when we want to do things another way, even when it would seem nice to go off to a deserted place and not join the calls or leave the house at all, eventually we must decide to see people in person, to share physical space to join in song and to share a meal together face to face. Jesus shows us an essential truth here, that none of us was meant to do any of this alone. We do see Jesus take those brief periods away, but he always comes back to community, to the disciples who love and support him, to the followers who need and crave his presence in their lives. And ultimately the most important truth is this. We are never truly alone. 
Jesus never rejects us, no matter how annoying we might be, how we disrupt God's plans, or how poor our relationship with him seems, or whether Jesus even knows us on a deep personal level. Sure, he tries to take the disciples, who he knows very well, on a vacation, but it's the average people that he ends up spending time with. Strangers, needy people, sick people, emotional people, people that Jesus didn't know well. And even the people who just can't quite share the same space with Jesus, who can't get close enough, they only needed to reach out their hand and to catch the hem of his garment to find the dissolution of their dis-ease. One of my favorite seminary professors lost a very short battle with cancer yesterday. And she had this saying that pervaded nearly any topic. God will still show up. Even after all this time since the story of Jesus of Nazareth, God will still show up. God will still show up in the busy cities and in the secluded places. God will still show up in your life and in mine, in this world, in every space and place of creation. God will still show up. And the best part of all, we need only reach for the hem of God's garment to connect. Amen. This has been Sermons at the Abbey. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check back for more episodes soon. If you're looking for more than just sermon podcasts, check out our main community at theabbey.mn.co for more.